You've got Ted Corliss with the Corliss Barfield Trial Group. Today, our heart goes out to Governor Bill Lee, governor of Tennessee, who is today dealing with the traumatic damage and injury and death that has occurred as a result of a slew of tornadoes throughout Tennessee. I want to take some time to give you a status on what is going on with the recovery effort in Tennessee. But for those of you who aren't in Tennessee, I want to talk briefly about the formation of tornadoes and, of course, put them in the context of what I do for a living. I'm a property insurance lawyer. Tornadoes are bad. Before we do that, I want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we are going to be continuing to promote content like this, educating people about some of the property damage issues that we see regularly here in Florida but in other states where we often become involved as well. Let's begin by giving you a short status on what is occurring in Tennessee. Specifically, as of today, there are 24 reported deaths occurring in and around the Nashville area. Additionally, there are at least 77 people as of the recording time here that remain unaccounted for. There have been some reports of deaths that had originally been attributed to the storm, but may have been reported to otherwise natural causes. We have to ask ourselves, what is it about Tennessee that brought on this carnage? You know, I know that the state of Florida is right behind Oklahoma as one of the most common areas to see tornadoes, and there are obviously reasons for that. I grew up in the northwest corner of Missouri, where tornadoes during thunderstorm season were a pretty regular clip. Sometimes I would go out and visit my grandparents on the Kansas side of St. Joseph, Missouri, in a town called Rushville. And a lot of times, uh, right as the sun was going down, it always seemed like that's when the tornadoes would come. And they would crawl across the sky, leaving behind a burnt orange color, mixing together fog and thunderstorm and the beautiful haze on the horizon as the sun went down again, almost in a burnt orange color. There were a number of times as a child, you know, nine, 10 years old, where I'd be playing out at my grandparents' house and you would look up and you would see some really daunting clouds. I am happy to report that as many times as I heard the alarm go off, a tornado warning, I never had the displeasure of actually physically being in the presence of one. But the reason you're seeing those particular storms in the Midwest and in areas like Tennessee, not so much in the Midwest, of course, but so much of that has to do with the introduction of dry air into an otherwise moist environment. And so if you have dry air coming down from Canada and it hits real moist air that can be coming up through the Gulf or somewhere coming across the Rocky Mountains, when that dry air slams into that moisture, that's when you're going to see the formation of tornadoes. You know, we know tornadoes by a lot of different names. They come in different forms. Yes, they're called tornadoes. You might also know them as something called a microburst, and you would also know them as a water spout if water's involved, especially those of us who live here in a coastal environment in Florida. The reason you see so many of these forming in the state of Florida has more to do, I believe, when you see or the ordinary hurricanes coming around. And so let's the reason hurricanes will generate so many tornadoes is as the bands are crossing these areas again of dry and moist area, most moist air, you're going to see a lot of tornadoes being formed 
as the eye of the hurricane moves across a, a landmass here in Florida. When that happens, you can have these, again, areas called microbursts. A lot of people will report that they were less concerned about the damage attributable to the hurricane, given the fact that so much of that is the location of the hurricane itself, the eye of the hurricane. But you will find out later that so many different people will actually suffer damage and unfortunately sometimes the loss of life, not so much from the hurricanes here in Florida, but because of the issues associated with tornadoes. You'll see a hurricane wander through a neighborhood and then literally 10 or 15 minutes later, two and sometimes three tornadoes will be identified and they're gonna do some traumatic damage uh, to buildings and to people. How is it that we, we rate these? Uh, is, is there a rating system? There is. The rating system itself is very similar to the rating system that we use for tornado, I'm sorry, for hurricanes here. Uh, the scale that is traditionally used is something called uh, the Fujita, F-U-G-I-T-A scale for tornado intensity. You know, we talk about uh, earthquakes and we use the Richter scale. We talk about uh, category five storms being the largest hurricane. And in the world of tornadoes, you will use an F0 to an F5, and then we will break those out based upon the extent of damage that the tornado can cause, as well as the ultimate high speed recorded at that event. Now, I say that because in this case, the, the, the primary tornado activity that occurred in Nashville, East Nashville, is what was described as an EF three tornado damage. Well, what does that tell me if I look at the EF scale? Well, an EF three is 136 miles per hour to 165 miles per hour. Now, in terms of comparing that to a hurricane, that would, if in fact that was the speed, us, you know, those of us who live in Florida would know this to be somewhere between a category three and a category four storm. Let's talk about uh, tornadoes or other kinds of windstorm events like this from the perspective of a property insurance lawyer. L let me begin by saying that the number one thing that you should always focus on in the context of how to deal with a pending storm, I'm talking about one that has been reported as a tornado warning, or if you are in an area where you're simply under a watch, either because someone has spotted similar uh, air cones being trapped in the in the sky you know that are coming down and forming these mysterious clouds the number one thing you have to always focus on is human safety and preservation of human life let me tell you this much about property insurance property insurance replaces things not people and so your focus needs to be on your own personal safety i can't give you a lengthy explanation of how to avoid the dangers associated with this and i encourage you to do your own research on that but we do know this, that you usually, you need to understand where you are in the home. There are places in your home that have greater protection for you. There's, I think, a lot of times been a belief that the bathroom in the shower is a strong place to go. I think a lot of that had to do with the idea of when and how they used to build houses. I don't know if that's so much the case now. But we do know you want to be away from the windows because of impact or you want to be near a load-bearing wall. I think that's the way to go. Now, what if you're not in a particular uh, structure? What if you're in your automobile? 
Again, lots of good reports on how to deal with that. I'd encourage you to explore those if you see that you might potentially be facing that. But the number one thing I want to report to you is focus on safety first. And sure, I get it. You're going to have to deal with an insurance company at some point. But today, if you don't save your life and the life of your family, none of that's really going to matter. And so if you do have an experience where you are either eliminated from your home, you're, you're driven out by these kinds of storms or wind activity, but if you ultimately come back to the property, of course, the first thing you need to do is notice. Get notice to your insurance company. Many of the brand name insurance companies, uh, and I have to say I've heard some very positive statements back from some of the lawyers I know in Nashville that I've spoken to two in the last two days, and they indicated to me that, again, one of the reasons you want to look for brand name insurance is because a lot of good insurance companies, like I'm going to give you one, State Farm, I think is a fantastic insurance company. I'm hearing very positive things that they're already out there. You're not having to look for them. They're looking for you. And so that's the, one of the reasons why you buy insurance from good insurance companies, because you want them to have the resources to come into an area that's been devastated by a natural disaster like a tornado and so that you can get back into safe housing or at least alternative housing until you get these issues worked out. The other thing it's important to do that if you are getting into a period of time uh, during the year that you believe tornadoes might be coming to your community, it's always a good idea to use that as a marker for you to inventory the contents of your home. It's a very simple process. I would suggest you take uh, a cell phone and go around and do a video. Just walk around and as you see things in the video, point them out. Point out your stereo, point out uh, antiques that you might have or personal things and have a have a plastic container that you can put some of those things that can't be replaced uh, photographs for example that are especially important to you but don't drive yourself crazy trying to save stuff save yourself and so insurance companies a lot of times get sideways on these kinds of claims many times because they want to know whether or not it was truly damage caused by a tornado or whether or not it's damage caused by a hurricane. What if you've had unusual things happen like we have here? We have a no-name storm, which means is it really a, 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 a tornado or is it a, a hurricane? What the heck is it? Well, the reason that matters is because so much of the insurance policy associated with wind losses has this crazy rule that they adjust the loss one way if it came from a hurricane and another way, if it comes from what they might describe as a windstorm event, and that could be something like the items I mentioned, uh, tornadoes, microbursts, or even something we have seen at my home in Colorado, which is a dust devil. Those are tricky little guys. It's like having your own private tornado walk down your driveway. And so the idea here is get as much information to the insurance company as you can, when you can. But understand that if you're not able to do it toot sweet, that's okay too, because you just have to be able to explain the delay. I'm not saying that you have to get over to the, talk to the insurance company the day or the day after the storm, but you probably want to get on the phone, get somewhere safely, and make sure that the insurance company is aware of where you are, because truthfully, they're there to help you. And so if you are stuck at a payphone at a gas station because your house has just had the roof blown off by a tornado, 
that's when your insurance company needs to be stepping in and helping you. And what we're looking for in your insurance policy at this point is something called additional living expenses. The word additional here meaning that you had to live somewhere else because your, your house has been in some kind of storm that has now made it impossible for you to live there. And so I want you to be really careful out there, folks, because tornadoes are not to be messed with. They, you know, we've seen lots of movies uh, as I end here. I, I tell you, I, one day I was in an elevator in Vegas and I, I, the door opened and I looked in and there stood the actor, Bill Paxton. Uh, those of you who might be a little bit closer to my age would remember the movie that Bill Paxton did called Twister. And so I asked him about that as we were going down the elevator and he told me it was one of the most harrowing experiences of his life just seeing himself being exposed to such enormous power from nature. And so that's what I want to leave you with. This is you versus nature, and I hate to tell you, you're not going to win. So protect yourself, protect your belongings, and most importantly, protect those people that are important to you. My heart goes out to, again, Governor Bill Lee in Tennessee, as well as all of the individuals in Tennessee that are recovering from this event and those that have loved ones in that community. If there's anything that we can help you with here in Tampa or elsewhere dealing with these kinds of issues, I would encourage you to go to our website at www.corlissbarfield.com. Also, go take a look at the entire suite of social media that we're running right now. We continue to invite you as well to introduce your legal issues or your concerns about any of the issues that we might be near, and we look forward to producing content for those purposes. You've got Ted Corliss with the Corliss Barfield Trial Group. Be well.